Hello, this is producer Chad with a quick intro. I just wanted to let you know that Caitlin and Jessica have received your special Lady Day love letters and they are currently putting together a mini-sode where they're going to be reading them. Um, in the meantime, we're going to release this episode, which is, I guess, also a mini-sode? It, it is. Um, which is a conversation between Caitlin and myself revolving around the origins of special Lady Day and numerous other wonderful things. Any Anyways, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Okay, here we go. Okay. Hey, hey, Caitlin. Hey, Chad. How's it going? Or should I call you producer Chad? <laughs> no, just see, anything you want to call me is fine. <laughs> uh, Chad, Chad is good. I think Chad, producer Chad seems strangely formal for some I reason. I know. We can do it only in written word. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you just call me PC. Oh, I like that. I, we never get a chance to talk, really. I know, I know. I feel like we interact a lot, <laughs> right, but we never right. talk. <laughs> we never talk, but we're like, oh, yes, I agree completely. We're always in communication. Yeah, and then it's weird because I spend like a certain amount of time per month hearing you talk. I know. But I'm not conversing with you because I edit the podcast, so it's nice to actually talk to you. So yeah, nice. you too. That's so funny. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that because like the last time we recorded, I had a really grumpy, sad day. We were about to send you the recording and I was just like, oh man, like I know Chad, but I don't know him that well. And he's about to hear me be like really moody, the lowest. And I was just like, here you go, Chad. I hope you don't think I'm crazy. (laughs) You know, the nice thing is I was not grumpy at anyone. I was just grumpy because of the situation. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and you still did an amazing job. So Thanks. Was, it was nice. Was, and then you did your magic and nobody could tell. <laughs> I guess just as kind of a precursor, I think you and I have only met twice. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So were you at that class that we took? I was, but I don't okay. think we met then. No, because you hadn't. Did. You hadn't met Jessica. So, okay, so for listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, three years ago? Yeah, three, yeah. Three years ago. um, And this is the thing, this is actually really emblematic of my friendship with Jessica. I think the podcast is part of it, is that one of us will be like, hey, here's this thing I'm going to do, whether it's acting or a reading or, I don't know, a podcast. And one of us is really excited and into it. And the other one is like, I have never thought about this or even done it before, but okay, I'll go. (laughs) And so in this case, it was a sketch comedy writing class with one of the guys from Kids in the Hall. And I, A, did not know what Kids in the Hall was. I'm sorry, everyone. And B, was like, I've never thought about sketch comedy whatsoever, but it sounds fun and I'll go with my friend. And it was great. And you were there, but you and Jessica became friends afterwards, right? Correct. Yeah, I was in the, I worked the tech booth for the show. Oh, wow. And I ended up sitting, and this this is really funny to like hear the two different, sides of it because and it should also be mentioned that like this happened at Belling in Bellingham, Washington yeah. at the upfront theater and you live in Seattle. So like yeah. it wasn't like you like <laughs> you like got up and walked across the street. Like you drove like an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, one way to come do this. And it was an all day thing, you guys during the morning in the early afternoon, you improvised scenes and then wrote sketches off of those scenes. Yeah. 
And then you created a show that was then going to be put on that night for a paying audience. Yeah, um, which was a lot. <laughs> like, that's so crazy. Um, I am a huge Kids in the Hall fan, and the reason I was doing it, that I volunteered to tech, is because I love Kevin McDonald, who's the yeah. guy who was heading it, so yeah. much. And to, like, sit with him in the booth during the sketches was, like, oh. my favorite thing ever. Like, he was so great. He had that all these little so notes cool. written down and all this, this stuff, and he was just like, okay, this, okay, now you gotta go, go to black here. Go to the, and it was just like, oh, this is the best. But so that was the first time that I was, like, aware of you and Jessica. Yeah. And then Jessica and I did a sketch show. And at the the last performance of it, I think, or the first or last performance of it, you had seen it. Yeah. And I ca- you came back and we briefly all hugged for a second, which was yes. weird. <laughs> I feel like one of Jessica's amazing qualities is she is this like huge cheerleader for everyone she knows. And then she really will like talk them up to the other people she knows because she wants them to be friends and here we are and it worked and so i think for a couple months she had been talking us up to each other (laughs) yes very much so the next time was at the whatcom writers conference or whatever that is yeah you were volunteering there and i was volunteering there and jessica was running it and that's why we were volunteering there (laughs) right right yeah but that was fascinating like we actually got to talk for a second which was nice and i was like okay this is cool all right i get it that's that's awesome you know now we we talk once every three months but correspond constantly yeah exactly um jessica told me that special lady day was your idea yeah, I think it I think it was. I will take credit for it. But I think Jessica's presence and general wonderfulness helped prompt it. I don't know. And I was actually thinking about this, you know, leading up the couple days leading up to us talking. I was like, where did this come from? And I think I've always been a radio or podcast person, like as an avid listener. My parents even would always have like NPR on as a kid. I've been listening to This American Life so much that I can't listen to it anymore because they mostly play reruns. I'm like, I listened to that when I was eight. (laughs) I don't need to hear it again. When I was in college, my biggest hero was Terry Gross. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And I had like a picture of her up and things like that. And so I guess it's always been on my mind that I wanted to do it, but I didn't know like about what. And Jessica and I became friends, not only as writers, but also as like really starting to solidify my identity as a feminist. Like I'd always had that, but didn't know what to do with it. And we became friends in grad school. And so we were like reading and thinking and talking a lot and also just being young adults in professional settings together, which prompted a lot of conversations about feminism because usually the places we were in were extremely toxic. I always knew I wanted to do something with her with our friendship. We're both really creative people. And we try, we've try. we tried out a lot of things. We've tried writing scripts together. We've tried just being writing buddies. But there's something really magical about talking with her. <laughs> and so I think a couple years ago, it was just like inevitable. It was like, why don't we do this? What was the, the impetus behind the actual special lady day concept? I think the idea for a podcast came first. Um, because we just have so much fun talking with each other. And I feel like Jessica is just the kind of person who like 
should have an audience. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the things that she says and the things that she does. I can't just keep this to myself. The world needs to know. <laughs> and I guess that's maybe where the background of our friendship came from is that we're always talking about women. We're always talking about feminism. We're always having these moments where it's like, oh my God, did you hear about this person and the cool things that she's doing? And so Special Lady Day was kind of like a nice, natural extension of it. I also wanted a podcast that I hadn't listened to before. Mm -hmm. I've listened to history podcasts. I've listened to feminist podcasts, but really not ones that like bring the two together. And so that seemed like a really natural place for us. And I was also really interested in it. And she was really interested in it. And so I think that's kind of where it came from. And also, you know, kind of the state of the world we're in, it's super different than it was like in, I think we started having this idea in like 2015, 2016. And I've been getting, I don't know, I think I have sometimes like a fanatic desire for information or like obsessive. Mm -hmm. And so like I'll listen to the news all day. And things like that. And I like want all this information. And it just, especially when we started like right around when we started recording, I'd gotten to this point where I was so like fatigued and exhausted by like the information I was getting that I wanted to like focus on and then also put out into the world something that was more positive. (laughs) Like when I'm stressed out, I turn to like dark things. Like I love listening to like weird spooky podcasts and like about like the darkest things that have ever happened in the world and the most awful. I don't know. Like I just am interested in it, but needing to like balance that out. And so as soon as we did like our first special lady day episode, I was like, this is amazing. We did Noreen Yacht Khan and Eartha Kitt. I think both of us walked away and we still do from every episode with this like charge of energy just excitement and enthusiasm from talking to each other um, and learning and getting so pumped about ladies and we were joking about how I was like grumpy before and both of us have sometimes come in just being like "Ugh, I've had a terrible day or I'm really frustrated like me because my computer's not working and then also all this stuff and then whatever we bring to the podcast we transform as we're doing it and that's the kind of thing I want to be doing (laughs) I think one of the things that struck me from the very beginning with Special Lady Day, and it's it's a little bit of an anomaly for me. I think every other show on the Conversation Happens podcast, almost every one, I'm involved in the recording of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I'm not in Special Lady Day. Yeah. And what I've found is that to edit it is such a joy because oh, the way you put the information together... You're telling the stories of these women and their accomplishments and their lives and how they intertwine and, you know, how incredibly sad it is that so few people know of these accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I, you know, I've known a couple of them, but like even those I'm listening to you guys and I'm editing it and I'm like excited to hear where the story is going. It's like a joy to edit. I remember the first episode, even though it was not recorded in the, the, <laughs> as well as the other ones have been. We're learning. Yeah, exactly. You guys are like five minutes into it. Your banter. I was like, oh no, this is great. This yeah. is good. Okay, yeah. we're, we're set. This is this is fine. So yeah, yeah. 
there's all these like think pieces right now about how podcasts are very self-indulgent, these big kind of ego microphones or speakers because it's like anybody can start one and anybody everybody thinks if only people could hear my best friend and I talk or whatever the whole world will love it but I think that there's something really cool about using the podcast to highlight other people it's yeah it's about Jessica and I catching up and learning and it's so amazing but there's that other really really most important layer that it's just highlighting other people other cool women and what they've done hopefully teaching and inspiring listeners through the lives of these like incredible incredible women yeah that's that's one of my favorite things about podcasts now and i'm sure it'll end up changing and becoming more corporate as things happen but yeah there's obviously the massive downside to it to it being so easy to record and post one is that anyone can do it but that's that's a really empowering thing yeah exactly i'll have friends and they'll be like oh yeah the thing i learned about artemisia gentileschi and i'm like wait what this is so cool like i forget that people listen (laughs) it just feels so cool that the experience jessica and i are having getting so amped and pumped and inspired by these people we get to spread that and even if it's like one person it's oh yeah now they know about this person and it's um, it's really cool. But also, I, I liked how you talk, were talking about how it's a democratic platform. I've been in education for a while. One thing that feels kind of, I always feel uncomfortable with it is that like these people are having to pay to like go to a lecture or something like that. Right. And even I remember being in high school and thinking like, what if I could take this lecture that I'm hearing And what if it could be free for like anybody to listen to? What would that look like? Or I feel that way about academic papers. People are writing and doing these really cool things. And there's probably like mm, a handful of people that are going to go and actually learn from all of the scholars like hard work. And is there a way that we can take these cool ideas and get them to a wider audience who like doesn't have to have a PhD to a access it or be interested in it? So I think there's something really cool and important about this as well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take your amazing point there, and I'm just going to make a horrible analogy. No, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think of things a lot of times in in sports contexts. Yeah. And it, it costs an awful lot of money to play golf or baseball when you're young. Yeah. Because there's all this equipment. But the thing is, is like, that's why soccer is so incredibly popular is because it's just a ball. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. you need. And like, that's how I look at podcasts. It's for everybody. All you got to mm-hmm. do is if you have a computer or you have a phone, you have like an iPhone, you can make a podcast. That's what I think. I think podcasts are the soccer of the, of the media world. If yeah. That makes any sense. So, I think that's yeah. a fantastic analogy. <laughs> oh, you're very nice. <laughs> we have to be wise listeners and make sure that the information we're getting is from good sources and stuff like that but and also you don't have to sit down and have that luxury of time to read something right i can learn while i'm doing the dishes while i'm commuting to work and i think that's so important there's so much demand on our time and focus right now too 
I would love to sit down and like read the New Yorker or like read the New York Times, but I can't. I can't even like, I don't have time to like read articles on my phone. (laughs) Right. The fact that I can stay up to date on things and also like have this deeper learning experience is so cool and so essential. And if I didn't have podcasts, I wouldn't know like 75% of the things I know. (laughs) I think one of the most like fascinating concepts and you guys have kind of hinted at it. Yeah. And, um, but I would love if, if there was a way that we could take the show at some point, you know, it, it depends on how schedules go and things like that, but to take the show on the road and then highlight, highlight special ladies from each individual city. Yeah, that you're I would love visiting. to. Would just be yeah. like the coolest thing. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. And I've thought about that a lot. Like we definitely have borrowed, um, just in terms of format, we've borrowed from um, like the My Favorite Murder. Each person has a story, but also that's mm-hmm. the way they do their tours. If they do a live show, they're doing a person from that area, and every live show is different. Oh wow! Which would be really cool to do. I've thought about that a lot. Yeah. Our format is so good right now. I think we're at the point that we can still continue to do that. And then also think about like, okay, now what can we add? Um, What other extras can we add? Yeah. Because I feel like you, Jessica, and I are just... I even texted Jessica the other day and I was like, I have so many ideas and I don't want to come off as like overwhelming. (laughs) <laughs> and she was right. like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> and so I think it's so cool just to have a place to put creative energy that gives back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the channel itself, the Conversation Happens channel, is going to kind of be a little bit more uh, indicative of its actual name. Like the original concept mm, was to have yeah. it be about conversations and, and special lady day is definitely, you know, a great conversation. And, um, and so I think, you know, some, some shows are going to, uh, really get kind of pushed to the forefront and some new things that I'm going to be doing. And I'm, I'm really excited for the way it's going to look and sound, um, you know, basically what's going to happen is Johnny Winjo probably won't be on the, the channel anymore, but oh. he'll have his own oh, good. O- o- own entire new thing. <laughs> John- so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Winjo isn't a conversation. He's this interior monologue, so I can see that. Right. But I also, he, right. has, he has a very special place in my heart. <laughs> oh, that's very, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him. I still want to have a conversation with him about ghost stories and creepy things because as we after we did our Halloween episode, I just kept remembering so many spooky ghost stories. We'll set that up for sure. Can we explain to our listeners where all of us are? <laughs> because I feel oh, like that's, that's never been explained. I am in uh, well, I am in Chicago. Yeah, um, it's a big city in the Midwest. <laughs> oh wow, thanks. And you live all the way out in Seattle. Yes. For most of the time, Jessica is in Bellingham, which is like an hour and a half north. Ideally, it would be great if we could record together in the same place all the time because, and I think we joked about it before, there'd be much more like holding each other, (laughs) things like that as we record. But um, we did our first episode together and then we realized pretty quickly like, wow, that's going to be really hard for our schedules. So everything we do, mostly we're all apart. (laughs) But it's the magic of technology. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Oh, I thought this was really funny too. Is like because when I was listening to that that episode where you were talking about 
I think it was the second episode yeah. where you were making clear that you, you weren't in the same room anymore yeah. and how if you were in the same room, you would you guys would be holding each other and, you know, crying and things like that. And, <laughs> and yeah. then, then I, but I, yeah. I, th- I thought about like the difference between like when Jessica and I record in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> we literally cannot make eye contact. <laughs> like, really? We can't even look at each other. Yeah. It gets, gets too weird too quickly. And it's like, Whoa. this is so strange because we're because we're used to talking to each other without being in the same room whoa if that makes sense. yeah 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 yeah. and we did we did find out pretty quickly that like jessica and i for me because jessica is like she can literally turn on amazing fantastic char- well she's always that way but she can go from i'm kind of bummed out to like you flip a switch and she's just so incredibly charming and funny i i'm very different and need to like warm up i have to have a call with her before we record just because i'm like mm. i've had moments like i think the first time we recorded i felt i was like i don't know what to say <laughs> and so we figured out that we have to facetime i have to see her to like get her bubbly energy um or else i feel so weird because i just feel like i'm like talking i mean now with you i have um i've overcome it but it was a thing i had to overcome so it's like i'm just talking into a void i don't know how to do it but Jessica's amazing <laughs> with that in that regard yeah Can I say one more thing? I know that there's not a question about it, but something that I think is really cool about our show that I just want to add. Yes, please. please, (laughs) Um, Is how cool it's been for like my friendship with Jessica because it gives us A, a chance to talk to each other regularly, which is so cool. But B, and this is really rare, but I have very few, like I have a lot of friends, but very few friendships where I can like be so honest about my fears and anxieties when we're trying to like put together something. Mm-hmm. And it's been so cool for us to like grow our friendship that way. Um, I, I hope Jessica feels the same way. I haven't talked to her about it, but I feel comfortable going to her and being like, I'm really freaked out about this thing. Like maybe I'm not doing this enough or something like that. And she'll say, oh, no, actually, I was freaked out about this. But anyways, it's been so such a wonderful practice in like kind and loving friendship that we can like create this thing. And whenever one of us is worried that we made the other person mad, spoiler alert, we never do. It's usually just like, I'm really freaked out about this. The other person's like, nope, I'm totally fine. It's been really, really cool to like grow that friendship with her. And I feel like the podcast is opening up channels of communication. And like, I feel like I'm learning how to be a better friend by doing this, which is cool. Hey everybody, Uh, this is Chad with a little outro to the conversation that Caitlin and I had. Just wanted to let you know that Special Lady Day, the podcast that Caitlin and Jessica put out, is available on any and all podcast apps. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Casts, Stitcher. Ah, oh, geez. Uh, it, I think any one that you can think of. iHeartRadio. I, I think there, it's available on all of those. And uh, if you do want to listen to it, subscribe to the podcast, and you will receive, delivered to whatever device you listen to podcasts on, a brand new episode the second Tuesday of every month. And it is a fantastic podcast. So I, I you know, really think you'll enjoy it. So thank you for subscribing and thank you for listening. And have an amazing week or night or day. No pressure at all. Have some amazingness in your life. 
Also, I have become like a new age meditative guru guy. And nope, just kidding. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>